Good day, everyone. Welcome back to the 23 Podcast. Parker Kern here along with Father Jeff McBeth. Father, how are you doing today? I'm doing uh, doing all right. Just waiting for the waiting for the sun to come out like uh, like I think everybody. When will it be here? I don't know, but as of as of today, it's uh, it's not quite there yet. Not yeah. quite there yet, but Let's... you know, whatever. Uh, it what, is, yeah. It's it's winter. It's winter in Ohio. I see so Saturday. Saturday and Sunday. Oh, the weekend is supposed to be sunny. Well, there you go. And 41 and 42 are the highs that day. Might be a, a nice little little winter weekend. That would be great. Yeah. I I think we're all um still trying to figure out what jacket we're supposed to wear. Yeah. Because, you know, a couple weeks ago it was like negative five, and then it was like 50 the one day right. the week after. And then, right. I mean, for me, it's like, how do you dress? Right. right. Exactly. It's layers, I suppose, like, yeah. like you do. But, yeah. All yeah. Good. Yeah, exactly. You know, if, what would we talk about if it wasn't for the weather? Literally nothing. Yeah, probably like Jesus or something like that. I think that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Um, my um, Marissa's late grandfather, uh, God rest his soul, he used to, uh, when, when things would get, like, there was a stall in the conversation, mm-hmm. he would just randomly interject, how about those Phillies? Yeah. So I know Bobby would probably like that. Right. But um, I don't know why he said Philly specifically. I don't think the man was a Philly fan. I don't even think he was did a baseball he, did fan. Did he get any response from that, or was it just more awkward silence? Well, no. Well, in in a lot of years past, they would get silent because no one followed baseball. But then when I started coming mm. and, and visiting, mm-hmm. of course, I I love baseball, so I would I would be like, yeah, they're doing really well this year. You know, they have this new designated hitter and all this. And he'd be like, oh, I've never... Oh. He's like, no one ever responded to me. He'd like call his bluff. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So I was like, what do you think of the new uh, designated hitter rule? And, you know, what do you what do you think of all the, you know, all this? And he's like, uh, I, I don't know. I was just trying to break up the monotony a little bit. And wow. I was like, oh, okay. So, man. yeah, he uh, he was he was a good man. He sadly uh, passed away in uh, 20 due to mm-hmm. the COVID. Yeah. But um, he was a good guy. I met him several times. But he was always... Uh, Reminded me somewhat of my grandpa, hmm. grandpa a little bit. Just you know, I think everybody's grandpa has that way of just really having a nurturing spirit, sure. and gathering the people in, and you know, really including everybody in whatever they're talking about, even if it's baseball and they have no idea what they're talking about. They right. they find a way to you know connect the dots right. for everybody else. So, but yeah, I've gotten away from uh, following baseball. I yeah. you know just loved it. You know, growing up, just. Uh, Sort of, my mom would say, you know, he lives and breathes baseball. But just, I guess, just you know, the changes that can happen in life. I just sort of got away from it and don't don't follow it uh, too much yeah. anymore. So it makes that it makes that period after the Super Bowl when there's no more, you know, football kind of, um, yeah. it's kind of long, you yeah. know. But I guess um, at least you know, the Bowling Green basketball team's doing well. I think and so. So that's uh, that's good. To, that's good to follow. It's, good. it's nice to have something to. You know, at least yeah. some, someone you're rooting for is doing all right. Yeah, yeah. So, makes it makes it a little more uh, more interesting than if everyone stinks or you're, I guess you're just not interested. But yeah, right. I guess if you're not interested, you wouldn't be. Yeah. You're probably already bored by our conversation already. I know you probably skipped so, ahead, and that's yeah, okay. That's, that's okay. All right. We, we could we could sit here all day. We'll yeah, we won't uh, we won't fault you for that one. <laughs> I'm actually wearing my uh, Bowling Green today i see that it's yeah. nice you're representing i'm repping i'm repping this is, yeah. a, this is one of the most comfortable pieces of clothing i own yeah there's like three or four things that are just indispensable in my right. closet mm-hmm. as far as and one of them i've had for 
Oh man, almost probably fifteen years now. My uh, my Central Catholic quarter zip, my red quarter oh, zip. Uh-huh. Sometimes I wear that on the weekends. Right. And people actually, a couple this weekend, a couple women came up and said, "That looks so nice. That looks brand new." And I was like, "This is fifteen years old." That's right. And they were like, "That's so the red is so fresh, vibrant." I got this at freshman orientation. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Back. You know. Back before cell phones and computer. No. Not that, not that wow. far back, but, uh, but yeah, it was it was a while ago, and I I can actually remember going in and picking, picking that article of clothing off the shelf, you know, because when you go in, I mean, you went to Saint, did, did Saint John's have uniforms? Uh, no way to dress code. Oh, okay, yeah, because yeah. we had to wear like ties. Okay, yeah. we had to wear these stupid gray pants, which gray pants. Yeah, they were terrible, like these Whoa. gray slacks. It was awful. I must I mean, have like not been. Central must not have been on my my radar during those years because oh. I don't. Yeah. Wow. Well, we khakis. Would have, a lot of people do like. Yeah. Of well, they do khakis, khakis now, That's and I, I resent all of the students now that get to wear khakis instead to of gray pants. Right, because we had these just awful gray pants, and and the worst part was that we would also have like gray, um, like sweaters that we oh, could wear uh, quarter zips. So then you'd just be walking around school in a grout fit. Wow. And you're just like it, the like the weather. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's it's gray like everywhere. Everybody looks just so depressing, wow. and it, it's yeah. So, but anyways, imagine how the uh, how the gray pant dealer feels like he's taking oh, a huge yeah. hit. Oh, that dude's probably yeah. He's probably out of business. Yeah, he should have banked the, you know the <laughs> the money at the time. Hopefully, the, he would have invested the, that the gray time. wave. Yeah, you know when that came crashing down. Oh my gosh, it's over, man. Yeah, that, it's over. I have yeah. I, I've no. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'm just you know I'm so. I'm so bad about buying clothes in general that um, I, I once, um, yeah, I, I impulse bought like this this Macbeth hoodie. Oh baby! Which I'm not a hoodie guy. Yeah. Um, and this like proves it. Like I got the same size that I would get for other things, not knowing that when it comes to hoodies, you got to buy a size up. You know, oh, and that's because that's like part of the point. So it's like it's like really tight, and so I literally never wear it. And I don't have like a big family, so I'm like, who do I give this size medium Macbeth, the legend lives on, <laughs> hoodie to? Um, and the answer is no one. So it's it's just sort of it's just sort of in my drawer and probably will be for decades to come. Yeah. And I I just really can't wear it because you know it gets too tight in the neck because oh. I, I bought I bought the wrong size. Yeah, I hate I hate when it like chokes you. Yeah. And then but the rest of I mean the rest of it's fine. It's just the neck, you yeah. Know? And so, right, and you can't really wear it over things because, again, it's just too small. Right. So it's, yeah. The then, whole thing was just sort of wasted. Yeah, and then your whole—I mean, your whole whatever you have on underneath it just feels mm-hmm. very tight. Yeah. And whether it's tight or not, it just automatically feels yeah. so bad because you're just smushing it in. I do have a couple other hoodies that I did not buy, and those are the right size. And especially when it was so uh, cold a few weeks ago, yeah. I was uh, I was hitting it hard, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, I just you know. Plus, I'm just not. I'm not not hip enough to wear hoodies. You know, that's well, just the way enough. it goes. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. So that's my that's my hoodie story. I love it. Do they yeah. have Do they have uh, you know clerical hoodies? Um, no. No. But you could probably buy black ones. That's what the Macbeth one was. That's part of what attracted me to it. Oh yeah. Well, of course. And then um, goes with the color scheme. Yeah. Exactly. It fits my. <laughs> it fits my right. My uh, my chromatic monochromatic yeah. uh, pa- uh, black white gray pattern sure so i would have i would have done well at central yeah you yeah you would have at this point in life yeah yeah yeah. i think i think anybody anybody would yeah how about them phillies yeah right (laughs) (laughs) how how about them phillies yeah yeah so anyways father how about uh what's going on around the church yeah um 
So in a in a in a couple of weeks, uh, Sunday the 11th, there's actually kind of a lot going on uh, that we want to get people to to think ahead to. Uh, so one, we have a connection point. Uh, mm-hmm. So this is if you're um, if you are interested in joining the parish, we'll tell you a little bit about the history and and kind of um, you know what we do, and uh, and, uh, and then you can register after that. Although maybe if you're listening to the podcast, you've you've already been and that's why, you, that's why you even know about the podcast but right. if you're out there and you're listening um and you're you're not a yet a parishioner first of all thank you yeah and uh and also uh we do have that connection point uh, on the 11th uh kind of 12 30 ish um so it's after mass but you know if you go to another mass besides 11 you know it's around 12 30 and it'll probably be in the student center actually mm. because the same day Oh my. We have a a Catholic school, a little Catholic elementary school fair. I think oh, we've done this in the past, yeah. from what I understand, from I what you tell me. And high school fair as well, I believe. No, oh, we're just doing we're just doing the elementary school. Oh, just actually. elementary school. Yeah, okay. uh, I didn't I didn't know about the high school ones, but I think most people know about those. But yeah. maybe people aren't as familiar with the the Catholic elementary schools around here. Um, so we have, of course, parishioners go go all over the place, which is kind of fun. It's awesome. Um, so there'll be like five or six of those schools represented, and they'll be in the atrium, and they'll each have a table, so mm-hmm. you can go and check out what they have to offer. I kind of thought February 11th would be um, an early enough date, but I'm, from what I see from like online and just um, billboards around town, like a lot of these schools are having their open houses already, which seems yeah. early to me. But yeah. of course, it's also Catholic Schools Week, so it's a good tie-in, um, perhaps with uh, with that, but. Um, yeah, we're having uh, some of the local schools represented. That's awesome. Uh, so you can check them all out if you, if you'd like. And I will say that over the last couple of years, the, um, the Ed Choice uh, from the state has really expanded. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, if if a couple of three four years ago, whenever you just decided it was financially out of reach for you, first of all, you know, you should always inquire if you're interested. You know, and, and schools will always do their best to try to make something happen for you. But it's even now more accessible than ever, and so if this has been on your on your mind, on your you know on your heart, you know it's it's more of a possibility than ever, and so just um, yeah, if you're interested, just they'll be there to answer any question that you have about that school, and they know all about that financial stuff as well. Um, so check it out, and we also the Knights of Columbus are having one of their parish uh, breakfasts. Oh my! That um, that morning on the on the eleventh, and so which is why partly why that made a good date for it too. You know, if you're kind of heading down there for that, then wow. um, they can uh, you can check that out. Um, so it's kind of there's a lot there's a lot be going down in the Parish Life Center on uh, next Sunday. The that's next level eleventh. It is. Um, so yeah, lots to check out, and so we just wanted to make sure you know about all that. Um, you'll see in the bulletin the Knights will be accepting donations. Uh, it's it's free to eat. But they'll be accepting donations for the Catholic War Vets organization. Cool. Which um, a couple of parishioners um, approached me about having uh, in the local uh, post, and so um, they want to get that going. So especially if you're a Catholic War veteran. Uh, if you're a Catholic veteran, you, know, you don't necessarily have served in war, I guess. Um, they they just want to serve, you know, those who have served and uh, bring our, our faith into it and how all that works. And so I'm sure someone will be there with more information as well. Um, so, yeah. So that's, there's a lot. Yeah, awesome. a lot of, yeah, a lot of good stuff. So I just wanted to make sure everybody was aware of all of that. That's 
That's that's quite a lot. That's definitely enough for one Sunday. I think so. I think so. We're kind of kind of multitasking, love it. which is great. You know? Love it. Love Might it. Might as well. It. And speaking of multitasking, one of the one of our favorite things to do in this podcast is read the gospel. And this Sunday, Father, is the fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time. Fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time. Two more left before Ash Wednesday and Lent coming up. I know. Up. So. so, yeah, it's always, always a short, ordinary so, time season. So Just a little ordinary. Yeah, but, uh, of course, with Jesus, it's uh, always it can always be extraordinary. extraordinary. Right. You got it. You got it. So this is um, Mark chapter 1, verse 29 to 39. We're just continuing to go through um, Mark chapter 1. is probably appropriate you know, sure. at the beginning of the... The ordinary time season. Um, so this is just right after our, our passage from um, from last week, uh, when Jesus was in the synagogue on the Sabbath with the teaching and the and the uh, expelling the, the the unclean spirit. Right. On leaving the synagogue, Jesus entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Simon's mother-in-law lay sick with a fever. They immediately told him about her. He approached, grasped her hand, and helped her up. Then the fever left her, and she waited on them. When it was evening, after sunset, they brought to him all who were ill or possessed by demons. The whole town was gathered at the door. He cured many who were sick with various diseases and drove out many demons, not permitting them to speak because they knew of him. Rising very early before dawn, he left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. Simon and those who were with him pursued him, and on finding him, said, Everyone is looking for you. He told them, Let us go on to the nearby villages, that I may preach there also. For this purpose have I come. So he went into their synagogues, preaching and driving out demons throughout the whole of Galilee. Talk about multitasking. There's a lot there. There's a ton. There. There's a lot there, you know, and and even like what uh, what angle to to go off of. Anything uh, anything strike you in particular? Well, I think for me, um, you know, Christ is the divine physician, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That was the first um, Mother de Sales of the uh, the sisters, you know, the cloistered sisters. Uh, visitation, yeah, visitation sisters. Uh, when my dad was having a surgery a couple of years ago, they were keeping us in prayer, and mm, she would always mm-hmm. say, Christ the divine physician will heal mm. him. And I was always like, that's very, you know, very poignant. You don't, I mean, you don't think of Jesus as a doctor, mm-hmm. right? You don't think of him as a physician, mm-hmm. but um, in, in many, many ways he is, but also he's, you know, not, yeah. right? <laughs> Literally. So he didn't go to med school. Uh, well, he he probably didn't need to. Right, but it's, it's um, the word that created the universe. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I think he gets the the pass on right. that. He can make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, th- that that when you were talking about you know him healing the mm. the people, obviously last week we talked about the driving out of the demons, which is very sure. important. Another as well. kind of affliction, right? Yeah. What, right, and and as you touched on in your homily last week, you know we might not be possessed, but we might have things in our life that. Yeah you know, spirits that pull us in one way or another away yeah. from God, right. which again, very poignant. Um, but I think, you know, to, to really see that Christ does heal mm-hmm. and did heal. Yeah. And I think that that was part of, you know, the show and tell of his ministry, because we as humans, we like to see things or hear things or read things, mm-hmm. right? 
and so he he basically showed and told told yep. what he could do right yep. and uh you know to to justify to us that he truly was god i like that one thing i read um a little commentary about this they call this jesus audiovisual aids so uh-huh. kind of to your point yeah. you know that the the show and tell the audiovisual aids to his preaching you know, mm-hmm. were the were the healings, were the driving out demons, you know, and all all that, and so all that just manifests again that the kingdom of God yeah. is is at hand. Um, you know, Jesus says elsewhere in the gospel, you know, I don't I don't do my own thing; I do what I see my Father doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and through his baptism, when the when the when the kind of the sky opened up, you know, he continued to have access to the life of heaven. Yeah, uh, and brings that down, you know, through these things that he is doing the preaching the the healing of sicknesses the driving out of demons and all that uh is all part of just what he what he came to came to bring the life of heaven to bear you know on earth um and so we we see that right at the beginning he's continuing to to do all this stuff right and i think it's interesting too that he you know wanted to kind of keep going and continue Mm. to spread the word it's almost like he knew that the more people that saw and believed would be, you know, those people would be, I mean, we're all saved, but for them to also have the audiovisual sure. experience of that, um, for them to be able to really participate and, and obviously to heal more people, right, uh, for him would be, would be I think, of, of benefit to all of us. Yeah, the Gospel of Mark, um, according to Mark, especially, um, it's kind of known to have a lot of urgency. It's the shortest of all the Gospels, just like 16 chapters and some. Um, and so, right, more than any other, Jesus is just sort of on the move, you know, mm-hmm. and, and Mark presents him as kind of hitting it hard and fast. Right. And uh, you know, one of the great things about this par- um, passage in the midst of all this, you know, rising very early before dawn, he left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. You know, that example that we need to, in the midst of all the busyness and yeah. all the, even on the good things that we do, we, we just have to um, take that time to reconnect with God. You know, so just like he, you know, needed that time to reconnect with, with the Father, you know, as he, as he was in the midst of doing all this, this stuff, which was uh, great and probably also very draining and um, things like that. Um, of course, he also... Um, you know, he didn't tell when Simon, you know, said, Hey, everyone's looking for you. He said, um, can't you see I'm, you know, in my prayer time, <laughs> right? you know, in his, of course, sacrificing, sacrificing love, uh, which is, um, who God is, you know, he said, okay, let's, uh, let's keep going, <laughs> you know? And so he, he made sure he, he spent that time in prayer, you know, which he needed and we need to, um, but also, um, as for the benefit of his being able to just keep on moving and keep on doing this thing. Yeah, and I think also um symbolic that you know how his life ends, you know, he's mm-hmm. praying in the garden, yeah. right? And he's by himself mm-hmm. and he goes off away mm-hmm. and of course everybody else falls asleep. Mm-hmm. But um I think you know for him and for for Peter kind of trying to be like, "Okay, you know." Right. And he's like, "No, like this is this is my time with, you know, my father. I need this. You need this too." We all, you know, we all need it. I think that was a a great example that he set. And as you said, right, in the midst of everything, good to 
good to check into that once in a while. I love that you mentioned uh, praying in the garden because Jesus ultimately um, is who he is. He does what he does through through a saving, you know, death on the cross, sure. you know, and, and resurrection. And so that's part of, you know, when he always tells these demons, you know, don't say anything, or even people who he heals sometimes you know, we see, you know, don't don't say anything to anybody. Right. Um, made me wonder why that is. One, like, does he really want the demons announcing who he is? Like, is that, yeah. <laughs> is that really, like, the best, um, yeah. you know, source of, of information, even if it's true? You know, is, that, is that who you want, like, giving you a shout-out? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not. But also, you know, that, that right, he, he wasn't there just to kind of instantly, you know, win this popularity contest and get everyone to focus on on him and like right. yeah look at me look what i'm doing yeah um that the ultimate act of of healing you know uh, comes through the cross and that it wasn't his time yet um and so that was just part of why you know he would have you know kind of kept wanting to keep secret like who he who he was yeah but at the same time he was doing it yep and that's the difference yep and you know i guess in turn for us you know we we look to others to potentially heal them, help them. Um, but instead of us being secretive about it, maybe we're secretive about ourselves. Like, mm-hmm. oh, don't tell anybody that I helped you. Sure. But, you know, we'll tell them, you know, the reason why I did this is because, you know, it's in the name of, in right. the name of God. Right. Right. If you're at the, if you're at the supermarket or something and somebody asks you for, you know, some money, Right. Or something, you know, to help them with something, or if you're just out doing something and, you know, somebody just says, hey, can you, can you help me? And somebody doesn't know you, 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 you know, you're moved to help kind of heal what they need, or, you know, you might do it. And then you say, well, uh, you know, you're not going to give them your name. You're just, you know, they're going to know that, you know, God, God was delivering you to help them. Yeah. Or even if you recognize that, you know, Maybe maybe I should ask him. Are you okay? And yeah. can I pray for you for something right now? Yeah. Um, I know we're running out of time to get into too much of that, but that's yeah. a, another you know great way of, of participating in um, yeah. in Jesus's healing ministry and his uh, is actively kind of getting at it. Indeed. You know the the afflictions of the world. That's um, right. And or at least our corner of it. That's right. Well, Father, you want to wrap up with some prayer today? Yeah. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Jesus, we um, we praise you for being our divine healer, for um, bringing us healing in so many ways. Um, even though maybe it's not always in the the way or the timing that that we would like, help us to always put our trust in you, and also just by your grace, help us to do what you do and to go out and to uh, proclaim the kingdom and to uh, try to bring your healing and saving power to bear in the world. Um, God, we love you. We thank you for your love for us. Sustain us this day and each day in that love, in the Holy Spirit, and through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for another great show. Parker, always a pleasure. uh, God bless you all.